from Los Angeles, California. This is The Relationship Show with Dr. Wendy and Miss Jenny. This is a casual conversation between two friends and colleagues taking serious topics not so seriously. This podcast contains strong language and is intended for mature audiences. It is for entertainment purposes only. Enjoy. In part two of our 2015 Holiday Hell Survival Guide, we're talking more about party etiquette, navigating gifting gaffes, and some ways to handle any seasonal heaviness that might pop up. So grab your dream journals, your dreidels, and your Santa hats as we explore how one might maintain a sense of self during this traditionally selfless time of year. There's a lot to take on. You guys are making me want to like plan a trip for two weeks and just be nowhere to be found for this. Can it's you... a lot of pressure. But basically, you don't have to be anxious or nervous. Just use your words and, and assert yourself and take a deep breath and walk through that fear and say, you know, I I am being authentically myself. And if you're loving and you're caring, your family members are going to love you no matter what. And what I'm hearing from you, Ivy, is, oh, my gosh, how do I set those boundaries without hurting someone's feelings? And I'm saying set the boundaries because you are the one who has to matter first. And if they fall apart because you say, I can't go to a cocktail dinner, then I guess they fall apart and I guess they don't talk to you. And then are they your real friends? Like, are they going to get devastated or guilty because, you know, you want to go to a singles mixer at Hanukkah, um, which happens all the time? I used to get a lot of shit when I would go home for the holidays. I'll be home for Christmas. You can plan on me. And I'd have the holiday and maybe it would be at the end of of Christmas night or maybe it'd be Christmas Eve. But I'd get tapped out and I would want to go out and spend some time with the people I grew up with who were my age and single and were meeting at the bars. And the family feels rejected because I don't want to stay and you know, cuddle up and watch a movie or whatever it is with them. I want to go out and I want to go drinking with my friends that I only see a few times a year, if I, if that, and catch up. But then you'd have to negotiate that and it would feel really bad. And then I'd be resentful if I didn't go. But you got to take care of yourself. You need a break, especially when you're with family and you're traveling, you're out of town. It's like, it's like you haven't seen them in a year, but you still need a break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's keep, like, keep yeah. the car running. Yeah. Because you haven't seen them for a year, but yet you come in and they treat you as if you are the person that they need you to be or that they've convinced themselves that you are. And that is from... Your childhood on, you know, your siblings will treat you like they remember you from a child. You know, it's very hard, especially, I think, with distance and when you don't see them a lot. Because then they make it all up in their head and then they fill it in with what they know from the past. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm not that person anymore. I'm, it doesn't mean I'm totally denying that or... Or whatever, yes, I used to completely be into Zumba, but I'm not anymore. But now you're convinced that I'm the girl who does Zumba. And so every gift you're giving me is about Zumba. Everything, you know, whatever. It's like, I haven't been into Zumba for 10 years. Or do you speak up and say that? Or you just say, thank you so much, and I'll re-gift it next year? Moving on. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And, and what about goodbyes? Could we just talk about goodbyes? How you do you get them, out of there? You have to start them 40 minutes sooner than you when you really want to leave. Hold on. To my home do you have to say goodbye to everyone and the host or do you just bow out quietly? I don't think you have to do one way or the other. It just depends on what you feel, right? I mean, I feel, okay, if I want to make sure that I say goodbye to Ivy and Wendy, that may mean that I've got to weave my way through some people and maybe I'll be like, okay, we're about to leave, but just try not to get sucked into it. You know, if there are people I really want to say goodbye to or follow up with, you know, I will, but... There are other times when I'll just sneak out. And what do you mean try not to get sucked into it? How can you not get sucked into it if you have firm boundaries? I really got to go to the bathroom. Okay, we'll wait. Oh, no, you mean that's that what bad. you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe like, I got to go too. It's been lovely seeing you, but I really got to go. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, so then the host says, I'll walk you to the bathroom. <laughs> and then I'm going to wait for you afterwards because I'd love to just continue our conversation. Well, if the host is waiting for me outside the doors, <laughs> then... Is maybe... it number one or number two? <laughs> just like making sound effects on the other side of the bathroom door, like... <laughs> Do you hear what I hear? Or making a glass of fiber she's, one for you. Yeah, she's like <laughs> slipping it under the door. Like fake peeing. <laughs> Like asking, I'm sorry, uh, where are your matches? Uh, Right. You might want to let that place air out. You have any reading material? How do I turn on the vent? Can I open a window in here? Uh, No, but so then she waits for you outside. She waits for you. Well, at this point, um, all right, you are putting, you are coming up with a very intense situation. It really happens. Well, I think it depends on what your relationship with that person is, right? I mean, it's one thing if the host is your mother or your best friend or... Yeah, but you know what? I know what Wendy means because, and again, like, if if I didn't paint enough of a picture, imagine 50-plus Italian people. We've got a lot of babies and kids in the family now, so a lot of the focus is on the children, which is the best buffer, you know, like, they can get away with anything and they're only going to be cute and even when they make you crazy, it's somehow funny. But, like, there are people who put that pressure on you to not say goodbye because... They're not agreeing that wherever you're going is better than where you are. Like, <laughs> yeah. you should, there's not, what else do you have to do? And it really is about that whole time for yourself, coming up for air, just the breather or break you deserve. You know, whatever it is you're going to do. And you know? what was role modeled for you growing mm-hmm. up? Like, my mom, in two seconds, she could be out. She does not care. She doesn't, she's loving, but she comes, she's she done, shows up, she's done. she puts in her time, and she is out, and, and everybody knows, actually, she has, like, a reputation, like, they know, oh, you yeah. know you're going to stay for a few minutes, and my dad is Mr. Nice Guy, mm-hmm. cannot hurt anybody's feelings, and literally has to go each and every person and hear their life story one more time That's before right. he goes, uh-huh. and so now, my parents just take separate cars, and the thing is, my dad is so fucking jealous every time she's able to go, I'm going, because now he's getting at the point, the man's 83 years old, where he just doesn't want to stay either but guess what she has her own car she's in home in her jammies and she's in fast asleep while my dad is there till two o'clock in the morning still saying goodbye going, oh my gosh i wish you know and i think as therapists it can be even worse um not poor me pity, pity me but when people find out what you're doing too or, or know what you're doing then they they take that opportunity even though they'll preface it by like i know you're off the clock but 
what do you think about this? Or, or they will it just started go, when I was two. Right. And, and sometimes it's okay and it's not so bothersome. But then at a certain point, it's like, okay, everybody, I'm off the clock. I got to go. I need some But you know what? That's, that's really what we're all saying. It's like we want to create boundaries for the conversations we're in and the limits that come with, you know, the dialogue that we are okay with indulging, depending on the person, of course, how close you are with them or not, all that. But then the boundaries for ourselves. So it's like, okay, I do think we are kind of right now highlighting the whole escaping and getting out and knowing when, you know, your your timer has expired. But also on the flip side, when you are there, what about like the being in the moment and just, you know, embracing what it is. I really can't stay. Maybe it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Maybe it's cold outside. The evening has been. Hoping that you drop in. So very nice. I would like to say, as you are talking, I wrote down the word forecast because when I go to any family dinner, but especially around holiday time, I really encourage people to kind of be prepared because you know what I call the torpedoes Mm -hmm. that are going to be coming your way. And if you know they're coming, then use your coping strategies, whatever that is, to, to bypass it, to not, you know, when you know that there's someone passive aggressive in your family, to not take that bite, to, to know how to stay positive, don't have a lot of alcohol because you're going to get messy and sloppy and angry exactly. or sad or whatever it is, um, and, and keep the visits short. It is okay to say I have another three parties to go to or, you know, visiting a friend in the off, uh, in the hospital, whatever it is. I mean, I'm not don't lie, but, uh, you know, you got to... You take care of you, but if you can forecast, pretty much we all know how our family stuff goes, right? Yeah. Um, so you're able to put those coping skills, feel really sturdy and strong in the moment, and when your buttons are pushed, to just smile and you know give give it back in a loving, be mindful and loving as always, and then switch the subject or go to a different person. And again, managing expectations. If you have other things to do when you arrive, say, (laughs) I can only stay for an hour. I've got like five other things I've got to do, but I really wanted to see you and, you know, focus on those people that you really do want to focus on. And even if those are the only people who remember you were there, you know, it was like, wait a minute, was an Ivy here? That's all that really matters. Also, like how not to stretch yourself too thin, too. Like whether you're the party goer or the host or hostess, because I think time management is crucial. And, you know, some people, they become bionic. Like they're just trying to do too much at once and be realistic about sharing those duties. Like, you know, maybe your husband isn't a cook, but like he certainly knows how to like wipe down a table and make the place less (laughs) dusty and, you know, those kind of things. And Well, my husband is the cook. I, I bake and he cooks. That's great for me, but Thanksgiving, we always order our turkey from Whole Foods. We get certain amounts of sides from them, and then we have other people bring stuff. That's because so smart. Yeah. The Gelson's dinner is the best. I'm telling is you, it? you can order everything from... Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, you I can I thought order Mrs. Gelson's was time. my mama for a little bit, because every oh, year funny. we have Mrs. Gelson's. Your mom's smart. I feel like I should have had her, like, as my mentor or life coach. She knows when to, like... Pull the plug oh, and mess around. It's like, this is what we're having, and if you have a problem with it, okay. I was going to say, remember a moment ago, I'm like, where was I going with this, with the be in the moment? My mother is so, she must, she might as well be 15 years old. She's so consumed with social networking, like all of it. Like, you'll be at the Thanksgiving table. You'll know how much work just went into Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And the second she puts her fork down, 
she's playing words with friends. Technology. And you look over at her like, are you serious? Like, you really can't just still be at the table right now, like, with your top button of your pants undone? Like, just chilling out and basking in this with us? That's right. People take out their phones for pictures, but then before you know it, everybody's looking at the sports thing. Everybody's, uh, you know, Facebooking. Or 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 you're looking at everyone else's Thanksgiving, you know, on the East Coast or down the street, whatever. Like, Like, they just posted on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. And then it becomes like a competition. Let's all make a family picture because we just got a family picture. Yeah. And why am I not at that party? Why (laughs) wasn't I invited to their gathering? That can also happen as well. And what if you're the person on the other side of it who's waiting outside the bathroom door for the person to come out and won't let them leave, right? (laughs) Recognize that other people might have other things to do or need space and it's not about you and it's not a personal offense. Again, even though I'm saying I needed time away to go and meet with my friends after intense holiday action with my family, I mean, it's not because they're these horrible, awful people, but there's just... It's because of me. I need some space. I need a different environment. It doesn't mean that I haven't enjoyed them or whatever. It helps me enjoy them more. One of the things I think it's really important to talk about are the red flag issues, the heaviness of the holidays, and what we know is that there's definitely a spike in domestic violence Mm -hmm. and definitely drunk driving and drugs and yeah. um, but, just, it, it could be a sad time. You're you're remembering, you know, lost loved ones. You know, people. Oh my God! If you watch Meet Me in St. Louis and Judy Garland singing um, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," I mean, it'll just just tear your that. heart oh. out. The the lyrics are just just heart wrenching. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be. Next year all our troubles will be out of sight. When you think of it in terms of the holidays. And, oh my and God, I'm totally looking at you like I'm sad. I'm I like, know, but I'm like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. What about also, like, isn't it um, estimated just a few weeks later, whenever the bills start coming around after the holiday spending, like, isn't there a high suicide rate yeah. then? Uh-huh. Yes, but, it's, and that, I'm glad you bring that up because... Ladies and gentlemen, here's a little bit of research and statistics. Nice. Go, Jenny. Go, Jenny. Mustache. My research. Snopes.com actually debunk the myth that suicide rates go up during the holidays. They're actually lowest in December, but they do take an uptick after some Danish study showed that they take like a 40% uptick. After the holidays, so at the beginning of the year. That makes and sense, because like Ivy said, that's when all the bills flow in, and that's yeah. when all the... But, but what you said taxes. also has been proven in studies, too, Wendy, that there's there's research that supports what you said about an uptick in dysphoria, depression, and um, and just substance abuse. And and also, it's, it's about food as well, because food can make you not... Well, not your best, you know, moderation, everybody. Don't go hog wild because on top of it, you're going to end up being mad at yourself. Like, you're going to end up being really pissed that you ate all that pie. And we're thinking about the the people who do struggle with clinical situations like depression, anxiety, bipolar, 
Uh, seasonal affective disorder. Sometimes we think that because it's dark, that's when people get depressed. Right. Or, but, you know, sometimes it's not about that because when it's lighter out, still people can hurt themselves and, <clears throat> you know, danger can happen. So what are some ways that people might be able to take out their dream journals and brainstorm on some ways to prepare for the holidays and to insulate themselves to um i call it beef up security there you go <laughs> what are some ways they can beef up security all right so here we go listeners dr wendy's dream journal are you looking for your dream journal ivy i'm what are looking, you looking for my bottle water? of water here it is okay you got it because when you said take out your Sorry. dream journal she was looking was... around and i was like girl do you have a dream journal that was so you. impress me I know. she was like what here's my journal speaking of dream journals <clears throat> but uh yeah there are definitely things and you know we've said a few here but to take out your journal and i think come up with a game plan how what is your intention Maybe start with an intention. What's my intention for this holiday season? To stay grounded, to stay peaceful, to stay mindful, loving, um, to be aware of the food or lack of uh, exercise. Maybe you want to beef up the, the exercise and kind of in, 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 try different things if you haven't tried yoga or you know a boot camp or um even you're gonna laugh but like even a tanning bed or something like that to get a little bit more extra vitamin d um get your glow on mm -hmm. although yeah one of the things you just said about exercise if you're traveling if you are in another place you know you're staying with your sister or whatever try check out a class there an exercise class there or a track near her or you know pretty place to hike find something maybe that they do an exercise that somebody there does and when you are outside of your normal routine too because people who travel you know you're there and you're in a different environment and take advantage of the gym in the hotel and that's and, yeah i mean that's a good way to sure. clear your mind and burn the calories or you know because it is a time of overindulgence during the holidays so these are things to really pay close attention to going in or try a different again with the dream journal you might want to say you know let me challenge myself let me try something else if i don't wear dresses or heels maybe spruce spruce it up a little bit you know it maybe Did you, you want to bruce it up a little uh bit <laughs> we don't talk about bruce anymore it's caitlin <laughs> Oh my God, I kind you. of did have a little bruise. <laughs> uh, you know, but treat yourself to something if you don't usually wear nail polish, you know, maybe go crazy and wear nail polish. I mean, you know, get highlights or do a little makeover, get a massage. Self-care is key. Me, I'll be Like I said, do the forecasting. If there are people in your path that are really challenging, maybe say a little prayer or a positive wish or some kind of nice intention. It's my intention to only wish peace for this person. Marianne Williamson says, and I love it all the time and I use it all the time, I love and release you. 
And I'm sure I do that at a lot of family dinners and, and holiday time. It's even if you don't believe it, you don't have to believe it. But the more you put out good, the more you're taking care of yourself. You don't want to come from anger and resentment and especially walking through that heaviness. Uh, also volunteering. I think volunteering big, is so important. part of it. Any especially. hospital during the holidays. Yeah, I mean the homeless community, any hospital, Women's the, the vets. Can I, I tell mean, a funny but true story? Yeah. Last yes. year you could find me not at all anticipating a family dinner at Thanksgiving and and I love these people and I am grateful for them for who they are and what they've been, but at that particular time I just wanted to steer clear because there was one offending family member who I couldn't be in the company of at that time. So as the Thanksgiving, you know, weekend was approaching and so many people were like, well, where are you going? What are you doing if you're not going to be with your immediate family? And I said, I think I'm just going to find a homeless person to take out to eat. And people kind of don't know, by the way, I joke where, you know, whether I'm half serious or I meant it. I meant it and I found him and he uh, sat right outside of a FedEx up the street from where I lived and I got to know him and he was filthy and he but he was friendly and he kind of had some condition one of many I'm sure that he would kind of fall asleep every five to six words he would say so you'd get him and then you'd lose him but he was a sweetheart and like I just got pulled into his eyeballs like I would look at him and think oh what is your life and he was he was kind of like he was well spoken but he was kind of like the beginning of homeless in that he was living, so he says, in a room for a very small amount of money. And then that building got discovered for, you know, like renting illegally and it was condemned. And then he was on the street. So like the life he was just affording supposedly six months prior was the life he could just manage to afford. And once that went away, he had to take to the streets. So I got to know him and said, I would love to have Thanksgiving dinner with you. I would love to take you to a hot meal. And he could not accept it like he Uh, so I went and got him um gift cards to a locally local grocery store taking Um, in the good I mean can you imagine it's like not trusting it or it just you know whatever his history or background is that's so interesting here you are just wanting to shower him with attention and respect and I'll tell you this I can't even I'll never forget we sat on a um because I checked on him like like let's say I met him two, three days prior to Thanksgiving, and I insisted we'd have Thanksgiving t- together. And he's like... This, does this border on stalkerish? Um, she's she's it, the one outside the bathroom him. door. You yeah. are and not going anywhere. Yeah, you I, have Thanksgiving dinner I was wondering me. if she's kind of stalker. Well, for him, you better the, be making well, room in no, there. For him, the world was... He's his, like, not her again. <laughs> with him, the world was his bathroom. But the thing is, I uh, felt safer with him than attending that family dinner at Thanksgiving. And here we were... I got to him on the actual day Thanksgiving. That's when I found the gift cards for him. I got them. And then uh, we sat, you know, at the bus stop. We were on a bench, and it was, like, one of his spots. And it was so funny because as we were mid-conversation, I'll never forget, a city bus pulled up. That was the stop. And, the you know, when it goes, like, it stops, and that, like, those fumes and gas kick out. And I'm waving my hand, like, I can't breathe, like, around my face and neck area. And he as if he was meditating, like, was basking in it. And I said, oh, this gross air, you know, and he said, when you live on the streets, you look forward to that puff of hot air. I was like, oh, Oh, my God. And it was, we would never think that, you know, but that was his reality. 
That's fascinating. I was also thinking you'd probably get quite high with that puff of air. <laughs> you know what I mean? With the fumes and everything. Yeah, may, I mean, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> that's when my... He was... Yeah. But God a, bless him. I mean... Maybe yeah. he had to be high to listen to me talk. But, I mean, we had, like, a really interesting, short-lived, like, friendly exchange. But he kind of needed... So sweet. ...to operate yeah. the way he needed to operate. And that's how you took care of yourself. And doesn't it all come back to gratitude and being, you know, what I call blessed and grateful... Sure. Uh, for everything. And I think everybody just really needs to be mindful of going back to the core issue of connecting with family, uh, unconditional love, and being as loving as you can. And, and yeah, I mean, we have to at some point embrace each other's flaws. You know, we didn't choose our families. No. And that's what I was starting to say earlier. It's like, you ladies married into men with come who come with their families and what comes <laughs> with that? Men who come. Well, she said men who come. I was like, uh, what? Well, and uh, at some point they won't be able to. <laughs> You'll have to deal with that. Maybe. <laughs> the other thing is is that you don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have to go everywhere. You don't have to get something for everybody, as we talked about no. earlier. Yes, gratitude's important to focus on, but try not to overthink that either. I mean... It is what it is. We we have to manage our expectations of, of people, and I think that's also dream journal exercise worthy. Dr. Wendy's dream journal. Writing down, and this kind of piggybacks on what you were talking about, Wendy. Like, what do you what do you expect, and what are you hoping for, and and what can you do? to make that happen and there were some exercises i read about one person talked about preparing yourself by imagining that person who always drives you crazy and remembering an incident with them but imagining them as like dressed up in a funny costume or as a child or as an animal and and really desensitize yourself to that and find a way to take humanize. back your power humanize them i think that's crucial and and um because we well, let's just say the consideration is that this person's older than you, right? So let's just say we had X amount of years in our own personal experience growing up that we needed that older person to know better and do better. And and we were going to learn from their influence. And then you get to that, you know, jarring realization of like, oh, you know, they have so many things they still have to figure out whether or not they do in this lifetime, right? Then, I mean, and I mean, for me personally, it's like a relationship with a parent. So it's like, that point in your adult life where you become your parents' parent. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, what you were just starting to say, it's like, it, it would be when you realize where people, like, you know, where they drop the ball or what how they lack, you know. They come from empathy. Well, empathy and maybe truly really look at them, not treat them like they're a five-year-old, but in your mind. <laughs> they, Hi, you know, Aunt Susie. <laughs> you love your dress today. But you're like, so pretty. But people do say, make juvenile comments. People do think they have a right to you that way, right. with or without alcohol in the mix. And, like, just, you know, protect... Ride the waves. Yeah. That's what I say. And remember also, people fear most in others what they fear in themselves. So if somebody is talking to you, for example, Ivy, about, you know, why are you still single? I can't believe what's so hard about it. It's because they have their own fears, maybe because, like, that one person you were talking about, maybe their marriage isn't going that well, and so instead of actually talking about that, that because they're terrified of being single, 
they're going to focus on why aren't you with someone because I would be terrified. It's not about the fact that you are terrified or that you actually should. It's that they feel that they would be. Yeah. So it's really about Projecting them. So when people are making obnoxious comments to you and... You know, it, during the holidays, you're going to have to navigate them, especially with the amount of alcohol that gets poured around. Mom got drunk and dad got drunk At our Christmas party We were drinking champagne punch and homemade eggnog Little sister brought you know, just remember that it's about them far more often than it's really about you. And also something you said earlier, way earlier, about the whole, <clears throat> not just about what's happening in real time right in front of you, but stuff from the past. And I think that's one thing we have to really take away is how not to bring up the past. Like, just that's obviously... If, Stay in the here and now. In yeah. the here and now, because if you're you know, rehashing something that only went wrong once that's apparently unresolved still, where is that going to get you? Like when you say, when you talk about what's your intention, you know, just what what favor you're doing yourself. It's like you're calling someone out on something, like you're just opening an old, you know, scab or wound and yeah, it's going to get, get you nowhere. Don't get into the analyzing and therapy session, like get to delicious turkey and oh my gosh, your home looks really beautiful and or how also, did you do that? Or also if there is some sort of conflict or disagreement, like I know... See, I grew up in a very tumultuous household where, like, you got to the point when there was a fight, like, you forgot what you were even fighting about in the first place. Like, it just got Can ugly. snowball. People just yeah. went Archivists, for the Archivists, I call them. People just, who bring out all the old shit, too. People who... I almost knocked over our boyfriend, Mike. Yeah, be careful. But, <laughs> um, but, yeah, people who just go for the jugular. And what... And there's ways of fighting. And, you know, like, what I realize my family and some members in their mid to late 70s still do... They'll bring everyone else in, like, even so-and-so says you this, or that time So there's when you... a cultural component, right? That sounds very, like, either <laughs> Jewish families do it, I'm sure Hispanic families do it, Italian families do it, you know, bring bring up, like, everything I mean, in the that's kitchen the thing, sink. Guys, we Irish don't, families do it. We no boundaries. We don't exist with our families. We belong to gangs. And that's what... <laughs> Tribes, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the two things I definitely want to bring up really quickly that we did not address is debt. That um, now is yeah. there's tremendous pressure for people to open up 20 credit cards and right. charge everything just because you want to have the latest gifts or you want to come off as like, oh, I got stuff. You don't need, you know, a lot of times what I tell people is donate to a charity like the Cancer Society or something like that. And in your name and you hand out cards that say there was a donation in your name and it doesn't say how much or anything. And it's a beautiful thing. I, I do that all the time. Or, you know, I planted a tree in Israel for you. And so, That's great. Uh, I love that. yeah, I think outside the box about you know, doing some volunteer work or you don't need to go in debt. Don't, uh, yeah, be realistic please about don't. your spending. Yeah, Think and that also you need to. sometimes, you know, if you're just trying to get somebody a gift for getting a gift, and now here I'm going to reveal something about myself that's going to show that I'm kind of a freak, but I start my holiday shop shopping like right after Christmas and after throughout the day. Thanksgiving. No, after, after the holidays, I start for the so next, oh, so, the next so, year. 
Yeah, but it's not like I go out and I'm like, okay, so now I'm going to go out and refill from my list. But throughout the year, I have a closet that just gets filled up with things that I pick. Because if I see something and I'm like, that reminds me of Wednesday or whatever. Sometimes it's something that I'm like, I just got to give it to her right away. But other times it's like, no, I'm going to hold on to that. And sometimes that means that some people are going to get a few more things during the holidays because I just happen to see things. Yeah. But they're more meaningful. They're things that reminded me of them. It's not because I was like, holy shit, I got to go and I got to get some so-and-so a present. So I'm just going to go to the mall and buy the first thing that I see. Did you see that growing up? Was that something that was role modeled for you? Yeah, that was role modeled for me by my grandparents. And and so it is So thoughtful, so meaningful. Yeah. But as an adult, it's something that I'm really thankful for because it is it's a it's a good habit for me to be in and I'm not talking about spending the money um, but but in terms of I don't feel a lot of pressure when it comes I mean there's a certain amount of things that I will order online and all that 12 days to Christmas I got plenty of time I don't feel much like shopping but you see I got a lot on my mind for instance I got no money, and that ain't funny, this time of year. But you know me, I do all my shopping on Christmas Eve. Again, as I get older, I'm less interested, too, in spoiling all the adults it's okay let's focus on the kids and as adults my family hates this and every time I've suggested it I get so much shit but I have I, I really believe in let's pick names Let's have, oh, yeah, we do that. Let's doing have that. money limit. That's you know? so great. You know, let's do pink Contained. elephant. Yeah, that's great. Uh, let's, that's or, great. Or white, white elephant, elephant yeah. whatever you call it. And Why does it have to be white? <laughs> no yeah. offense to the other elephants of a different yeah. color. Why are you going to say white, Jenny? Let's do a brown <laughs> to elephant our, To our party. elephant listeners. <laughs> Nude color. Right. I mean, there are other ways to, to be to thoughtful, be and it's more about right. having fun and spending time together and... Uh, it doesn't have to be all about going into debt. And you don't have to give your kids everything either. I mean, parents, we deal with the guilt because your kid is having a And meltdown. also for those with children who, I mean, Christmas is Christmas. It's a, you know, a gift giving and receiving time. I would hope you have children who know the value of appreciate, like just thank you. Right. I, I grew up, <laughs> I, no, I mean, I literally no. grew up like from a teenager, even younger than teen years babysitting for so many kids like that was the way I earned money and I had this one family and I love them I'm still in touch with them many years later but like they would like rip a gift open and be like I already have this and throw it I'm like and then I'd say I'll return it I'll return I'll find something else and then there was one point my mom said to me it's not for you to return their gift and figure out what will be better you know and like that was over my head sometimes kids would say oh do you have a gift for me and I would say I do come close to me close your eyes and they would go okay and I'd say open your arms and they'd go okay and then I would give them a big hug and then they would look at me and they'd go uh and they would say where's the gift and I said I just gave it to you it's a big <laughs> hug you're not even getting the says candy in the car no. <laughs> okay well one of the worst gifts Kids can that I used to always get was from one of my tias who every year would get us socks and underwear and it's like 
fuck this. I mean, I was a kid, so I wasn't really saying fuck this, but the feeling was, fuck this yeah. shit. Who wants socks and underwear? Yeah, but how did you get That's a gift from that. my parents. But you know what? In reality, we ended up wearing those socks yeah. and underwear. I, not yes. that I thought of them when yeah. I was doing it, but it was a, a thoughtful help. Yeah. But, but really, if you're getting socks and underwear for kids, you're getting it for the parents. We got knitted booties from our uh, uh, babysitter. She was French. She was wonderful. And so she knitted us booties and she was a big knitter and scarves and a hat and my brother would also get some and he'd be like oh you know thank you so much and then later behind closed doors he'd be like i'd never wear it and then the next morning he bust out with the hat and the scarf and some (laughs) booties so don't try to hate you know he was like a booty wearing (laughs) knit guy ivy you have any memories of bad gifts or well you know it's someone i wouldn't want to make fun of because he was the best person in our lives always but our grandpa he was just like a permanent you know like 30 year old where even at 90 you just felt like you were hanging out with your peer your friend and he was so active and fun and but when it came to gift giving time there you were receiving road flares <laughs> and oh my gosh that's and so reacting like it was the best thing in the world but you would never want to hurt his feelings but that's you also great. couldn't imagine you were ever making any use of them but that's you know hilarious. <laughs> yeah my, my husband told me a story when he was 10 years old his best friend got a gift from the grandmother who was like losing her mind from dementia and she had sent this really heavy package and he was really excited and he opened it up and it was a man's sized built for like a 200 pound man welding mask no like a professional welding mask it it, it was too heavy to like like really pick up and lift over your head let alone for like a little 10 year old neck to hold it oh my gosh but but how hilarious i mean a a man's welding mask for a 10 year old boy maybe not the best choice but But look at the projections that go on you know it's so interesting what people it it is kind of interesting what gifts are given uh and in what those people were thinking as they you know it it was either intention or no also like sometimes you could feel um comfortable enough with whatever whoever the person is to you, like a coworker or a friend, and indicate what you're not, like what the spending range could or should be because like, that's really awkward too. Like, oh, But there's sure. always someone who goes, oh, we do 20, and then she busts out with a $100 gift. Right. There is and then you that feel like person. an asshole. Right. I mean, but I think... Don't do that, people. Don't, don't, don't bend stick the rules to the like plan. that. Yeah. But I think that's okay, because if we had a rule and you want to break it and yeah. go bigger, like, go bigger. That's fine. But, but just, I heard 20. Right. <laughs> right. But, okay, so you're talking about don't feel bad if you only went 20. But at the same time, I think if you're going to go 100 when the limit's been at 20, then you should think about how that's going to make other people feel. Because, so maybe we're having a party, and yeah. because Wendy's my, my BFF, and I picked her name, I'm going to give her you know, I'm going to blow it out with her. But I'm okay still giving you 20. It's fine. I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. I love it. You know, if you feel like you want to celebrate me a little bit more and that's, you know, an investment and whatever, I will gladly accept from the universe whatever is given my way. I'll take that. Another thing to keep in mind that is, is a big thing for me because I love to give gifts. When I do see something that reminds me of someone and that's part of my pathology I'm sure but if I see something that reminds me of somebody I want to get it for them and most most of the time 95% of the time it's important to me that it's useful practical in some way but I I think that it's it's if you get a gift from someone 
remember, you that doesn't mean you're obligated to give them one back to. I mean, I don't give a gift expecting to get a gift. If I give something to someone, it's not because I think that they should give me something. Mm-hmm. It's it's really, it's really more because there was something that I thought that they would like. And that's so sweet. I will go places and I'll go, huh, you know what? Ivy would really love that. That is so beautiful. Oh, that is so her. And then I would go on with my day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. feel the need to buy it. I'm just like, I thought of you, and I know I'm a caring person. The worst part feel, is, like, think bad. about it. Like, you go to the malls and all the stores, and you see the signs and the sales. And so it's, Ugh. like, all in your face. And I hate when I'm in that predicament of, like, I'm shopping for, you know, three female cousins and five, you know, you know, little nieces, nephews, and all I see is the stuff I want for myself. You oh, know, yeah. like... Like those boots are twenty percent off now or whatever. Like that's tough. And you sometimes, veer off of sometimes the list. I wish we could just like call the person and be like, "I'm buying this for me, and you buy this for you." Like, like just. I mean, why not though? That. I know people. I yeah. know couples too who they don't buy each other gifts. They get together and they say, "What do we want collectively?" Okay, now we're we're it's not going to be something boring, but like we want that right. big screen TV, so right. we're going to get that for each other, for us, for the relationship. We're talking about relationships and, and how all this stress affects it. And um, all of our relationships are important to us or we wouldn't be in relation to them, I suppose. So how do you, you know, care for those? I think the other thing that people don't talk about is not pathologizing crying that this is a time it's an emotional time and I remember so many times I could have the most incredible family moments at holiday dinners or gatherings and then come home uh, and and just cry because Mm -hmm. I remembered a traumatic past event Mm -hmm. or I felt lonely or you know or the person I was dating was not the right one and kind of made me reflect about things or, you know, it wasn't where I wanted to be in life. But crying is so healthy and crying is necessary. And I think a lot of times people feel very sad or tearful around this time, but crying doesn't mean you're depressed. It can be very cleansing. Totally. And so I just, I want to make sure, you know, that people know, like, if you feel like you want to cry, cry it out. We cry for happy times and sad times and just to kind of, like you said, you know, just did the cleansing. And it's like letting, like turning the release valve a little bit. It's like relieving a little bit of pressure. Again, in the holidays, we're going to come up against people from our past who have ideas about us or who we were uh, or who we are based on who we were and not who we are. So again, something to be mindful of is write it down. Who do they think you are and who do you know you are? And remind yourself of that. Even if you've got to write it on an index card and keep it with you when you're just about to like lose it on someone. Oh, that's right. I'm not the person who, you know, solves issues by losing their temper anymore whatever whatever that 
is for you or Wendy's talked in other episodes about having a picture or a photo album that you can look at and remember like this isn't all this moment isn't the entire story of my relationship with my family or yeah. with this person and and I love how you said who you were who you are and I'm going to add one who you want to be right and you know we are teaching people and educating people all the time on who we are in this life but also we're always growing and we're always learning and uh it's very important and so try out some new confident courageous brave skills try new things in this holiday season yeah who are you becoming and and honor that and and if you don't know who you are say who am i <laughs> who the hell am i <laughs> So you don't have to know. That's a lot of pressure too. As, as well, yeah, absolutely. But this, this, and as we wrap up again, the holidays. We've only touched on some of the the pressures and ideas and challenges around holidays. So we hope it's it's been useful. And another thing that comes up is that people can get stressed out because their therapists are on vacation and all that. Oh, yeah. um, so. You know, there are ways to deal with that. And if- you could just call uh, Dr. Wendy O'Connor and Associates. Should anybody be on vacation and you need to talk, 310 712 1230. Some of us do work through the holiday season. Really? Just relax. Exactly. And come see us. And you can always write to us or find us online through Dr. Wendy's website, www.doctorwendyoconnor.com. Uh, you can tweet us at Ask Dr. Wendy. We would love to hear from you and maybe some of your challenges. But yeah, if if you're anticipating a difficult holiday season, reach out to us or someone else. Reach out to a friend that you're close to. Uh, Plan times to laugh with people who amuse you or go to see comedies or... Make this an empowering time in your life and set your intentions for the new year that's coming up, whether it's the Jewish year or, you know, the Happy New Year 2016. Maybe it's much too early in the game. Oh, but I thought I'd ask you just the same. What are you doing, New Year? New Year's Ivy. I'm just... Bring us home, girl. Bring us home. I was thinking about when you were talking about crying, and I think sometimes we cry because of the hope we still had for something or someone and the letdown that, you know, follows, or we cry for the loss, as I mentioned previously. But what you had said earlier, it's about realistic expectations. And I think that's the first favor we could do ourselves, be realistic about our time management, about our spending, about certain personalities that have, you know, clashed with ours in the past. And do ourselves that favor. Paint your nails. Do something for you. Everything, just tying it all together. Beautiful. You guys have been a pleasure to hang out with. Thank you for having Thanks me. For joining and I'm, us I'm this really craving turkey right now. Oh my god, totally <laughs> cranberry I'm sauce. Totally in the mood for that yeah, kind of food. Stuffing, so enjoy your holidays, everybody. Be Happy holidays. As authentically yourself as you can possibly stand, and in the presence of one's family, that can be very difficult. So we wish you all the luck in the world. And to reach yeah. Ivy for anybody who is interested, especially <laughs> she will be doing comedy shows and improv, and she's Look transitioning. Are uh, you on Twitter? You know, I am, but I'm ready to change my what is handle? It? Handle? Twitter handle. handle. All right, okay. so uh, we'll we'll have her information in yeah. And feel the... free to write me. You can just email me at drwendyoconnor at gmail.com. 
And I, I will know. include links to some of the articles that we looked at preparing for this podcast. And I will also include some contact information for Ivy when we get it. Even though I don't like iTunes new setup, it'll be there. So thanks for listening. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Happy yeah. holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday to you. You've been listening to The Relationship Show with Dr. Wendy and Miss Jenny, a casual conversation between two friends and colleagues taking serious topics not so seriously. Dr. Wendy O'Connor and Jenny J.V. Wilson see clients in private practice in Los Angeles, California, and can be found online at www.doctorwendyoconnor.com and www.jennijbwilson.com. For entertainment purposes only. Maybe you, you want to Bruce it up a little I- bit? <laughs> we don't talk about Bruce anymore. It's Caitlin. <laughs>